Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Golf Balling Podcast. We have episode number 34 today, brought to you by our two beautiful co-hosts, Jackson and... I'm Sean. Uh, 34 is my favorite number, so this better be a banger. Why? Because David Ortiz. A huge David Ortiz fan growing up. Why? Because he's Because he's a fat baseball player who was lefty. Okay. That doesn't make you feel good. I don't know what will. Alright, well, go Yankees. Anyways, um... (laughs) Today, first off, I want to get this off my, the back of my. What's what am I? What's what word am get I going? Off your mind. Get this off my chest. <laughs> sure, yeah. Let me get this off my chest. Nick and I did last episode was Nick. This is Sean. For the new viewers, um, I I regret not putting Daniel Berger in my top five. I would put him number one. So uh, that's just that's it. Anyways. We're going to talk about trash talk, because Nick's not here, Nick can't trash talk for shit, I feel like if you trash talk Nick, he starts playing a little on the poor side, for me, I'm all for it, we're going to talk about our favorite forms of trash talk, we're going to talk golf, and then we'll wrap it up with PJ Tour, because, you know, why not? And then at the end, we also have an interview with Alexis Fox. Oh my god, how could I forget? We have a great interview with Alexis Fox. It's about 25 minutes long. It'll be at the end of the podcast. Phenomenal. What yeah, a great, cool, she, great she was girl. a lot, a lot of fun to talk to. Very interesting. Yeah, that was cool. I We have not had a podcast guest that I've been like, why did we do that? <laughs> yeah, our, I'd say we've gotten pretty lucky with our guests so yeah, far. So. They've all been super, super dope. Can I shout out Ricky Barnes this episode? <laughs> sure. All right, guys. Ricky Barnes is playing in this week's Rocket Mortgage. He was on our podcast. I, I, he doesn't listen to this, but good luck, Ricky Barnes. Anyways, let's get into some trash talk. My favorite is just probably using cuss words and just saying, like, you fucking suck. I feel like that's terrible. Why? It's, you just need to be so much more original. I think the whole thing about trash talk is it has to be original. What about, like, like he misses I, a putt? Oh, you're fucking trash, bro. I still don't, I don't like that. Like, I get, the only trash talk that I don't appreciate is when people are just using, like, those cliche things, like, if you hit, leave a putt short and they're like, hit it with your purse next time. Like, I like go fuck yourself. I like That's saying, terrible. I like saying, didn't know we were playing with Sally today. It's just not original. <laughs> like, trash talk needs to be original. It gets the laughs. I didn't know we were Depends. playing with Sally. I didn't. But what if, you are, so short? what if you are playing with a girl named Sally? That <laughs> would never happen in my whole life. All I right. can't think of a single reason that would ever happen. I don't know anybody named Sally. Do you? Yeah. Really? No. Yeah, that's going to say. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I've met somebody named Sally. But... Sally is a cool name. I'm not dissing on the name, but like, come on, Sally, hit that fucking putt. Sure. You suck. Right. I just think those are too overused, and I... I just, I don't know. I, I think trash talk comes down to being original. Like what? I think the best trash talk is, like, they're not really just one-liners. I think you need to, like, know the person you're playing with and base it off of that. So, like, it, it's a little tough to think of general ones, but if you want to go with, like, a one-liner, my favorite is one that my brother used to say, like, during tournaments all the time. So let's say you're on, let's say you're on a par four. And Wait. Okay. 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 <laughs> All right. okay. So trees on both sides. Wait. It doesn't. doesn't wait. Matter. Wait. Wait. Okay. You know what? Shut okay. The fuck up. Okay. I got it. Fuck okay. you. But let's say you just absolutely hit your mega slice. Wait. 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 I got it. Okay. Let me finish this. <laughs> <laughs> You're so fucking annoying. All right. So you hit your mega slice 60 yards away. Well, I have right. a hook now. Okay, well, let's do back the, in the let's day. Let's do the hook. All okay. right, you hit a mega hook okay. 50 yards in the left tree. So this is present. Yeah, so it, it's just way deep in the trees. <laughs> Best line there is that ball so far left it voted for Bernie. Or something like that. Like, you just... It's yeah, kind but of funny. then it's getting political. What if you're... Yeah, but then if it goes right, you say that ball's so far right, it's a Trump supporter. Oh. It can go either way. It's not... I see. Like, those two are objectively just very far left and very far right. Yeah. Like, but so, I feel like you should only whip that out if you know the person's political party. I feel like it's more fun if you don't. Because then it, then it really bothers them. 
Okay. Like, if you're just playing with some some guy in a tournament you barely know, they don't like that. And then, then that's, <laughs> well, that's, that's when it really, that's that's effective. I wonder why. But, like, if you said, if I if I hit a wicked slice or a hook, you and I were playing and, and you are like, that's so far left to vote for Bernie, I'd be like, ha, <laughs> Yeah, but... Oh, but it gets the laugh. Yeah, I mean, with you it would get the laugh because you don't give a shit about anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I just feel like if you're using like a standard, like one liner, I feel like that's the best. What about just saying in a, a, a generic, is that even on the golf course? That's on a different golf course. Yeah. I mean, that's okay. Works, I guess. When's the ideal time? The biggest thing about delivery, the biggest thing about trash talk is delivery. It's all about like when you say it and how you say it. That's why the one liners are great. Yeah, they can be very good, or they can be very bad. All right, Sally. All right. Just golf one-liners in general can be kind of funny if they're done properly. Yeah. Like, there's the classic, like, if you lip out a putt, like, oh, prom night, all lip, no hole. (laughs) (laughs) Or some people say, like, if you miss a putt, like, oh, that ball's a Kardashian, nothing white goes in. Wow. (laughs) I've never heard that. Jesus. Yeah, that one's that one's bad. Um, I've never used that myself, but that's just one I hear all oh the time. Oh my god, I've never heard that. It's a bad joke. Oh my god. <laughs> Shout out Kanye. <laughs> wow. When's the ideal time to trash talk? Just the whole time, or? I mean, I've, it depends. Like, it depends on who you are. Like, if you're comfortable trash talking some random guy that you're playing with, like for the first time on the first tee kind of fucked up oh yeah but i guess good for you for having that kind unless of confidence that, unless you have that type of charisma yeah but like shows that's how you become very disliked very quickly so don't be that guy um but like i mean if you're playing a match sure the only time i don't think you should trash talk is like if you're playing a match for a lot of money and let's say the guy just made like triple he's already pissed like he's already beaten himself that's up. That's the time to trash. No, I don't think you pile on more there. I think I think Sally needs to learn how to hit a fucking golf ball. That's what I think. I I th- I think it's I think that's just poor. Like that's just it's too easy. It's cheap, and the guy's already beating himself up. There's no reason to do it then. I think I, you like after a tee shot, sure. But after, like, after a guy makes a triple bogey and he's really pissed <laughs> off at himself, you know he's losing a lot of money. I don't think you do it there. You know who disagree with you? Who? Guess one person. Just of all people in the world. Guess one is person. Is it one of our friends? No. This is a famous person. Oh. I have no clue then. Michael fucking Jordan would be <laughs> like, get the fuck out of this golf course right now. Well, see... The thing about Michael Jordan is I don't think Michael Jordan tries to keep things very, like, friendly. (laughs) Like, Michael Jordan is definitely disliked by a lot of people. Like, I'm a big Michael Jordan fan, but I don't think people who know him... I think there's a decent amount of people who would say he's not a very nice guy. Yeah. So I'm talking about, like, trying to keep it cordial, but still having some fun with trash talk out there. I, I... I would never trash talk an opponent that I just met in a tournament situation because i'm a nice guy yeah i don't i don't really trash talk in tournaments unless it's like somebody i know really well like then i then i start making jokes with them but i had this one kid i played with once so he was he was like the one man on our conference rivals team and it was my first time playing with him so the 10th hole at this course it's like ob left ob right really tight you have to wait I got it, okay. <laughs> okay, so OB on both sides. You have to carry it like 250 over a hazard. Ooh, geez. So it's just a brutal tee shot. That's brutal. So I have, I'm standing over my ball with a three wood, and as I'm standing over it, he just goes, yeah, last last three times I hit three wood on this hole, I topped it in the hazard, so don't do that. Oh. <laughs> Wait, I was just, point taken. <laughs> I was just like, you're such a fucking chotch. So I just hit the ball, said fuck you, and walked away. Wow. But then you have to see him... He was Later. the most he was the most hated person in our conference. Oh. So um like yeah, do 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 you want to hear more stories about why this guy was hated or Yeah. Okay. So another kid in the conference 
he was a very nice kid, and his father had just passed away, like, a week before this tournament. Like, totally unexpected. So, obviously, like... I don't want to cry. I know. He was, like, in tears on the first tee. Oh. Everyone else was, like, giving him hugs, saying, like, I'm sorry for your loss, whatever. And this... The kid who, like, chirped me at one time just walks up and he goes, Hey, I heard your father died. That sucks. And... True. Like, <laughs> but... <laughs> Like, that's Thanks. just the wrong thing to say. <laughs> Can you give me, like, a description of this guy? Like, what's he like? He's Maybe just, like... compare him if you can. He's just, like, kind of a nerdier white kid who, like, thinks he's better at golf than he is. Like, and just thinks he's absolutely sick. Okay. And just tells everybody about it. Okay. So he's very annoying. Could we make the comparison to our high school team whose name was two letters that started with the flip of my initials. (laughs) Oh. um, eh, Close enough, but, like, more annoying. Yeah, because he he was, like, fine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But, yeah, so just guys like that just suck. So don't be that guy. That was a long story, but. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I don't, yeah, I, when I'm playing in a tournament, when I used to play in high school golf tournaments, I would usually try to talk a lot because I was so bored because I was playing golf on a six-hour round on a fucking weekend in the summer or a school day. Anyways, the point is, I really only trash talk with my friends, but I think I keep it civil. Like, Yeah, I feel like it's only it's only fun like with your friends. Like, if you're doing it with random people, you just seem like a dick. Yeah. You have to have, like... Like, if you're trash-talking a rando, maybe at least the back nine. Wait, like, if depending on your front nine, like, maybe you guys hit it off. Yeah. Maybe you're at that point already. Maybe you've knocked back a few brews. Yeah. I mean, honestly, the most fun I have trash-talking is when I'm caddying. Because then, like, they can't say anything back to me. Cause I'm I'm just there doing my job. Like they can't have me hit shots because I'm a lefty. Yeah. So there's no there's no opportunity for them to trash me back, and like I caddy for the same people all the time, so I can just roast them however much I want because they know I'm better. Okay. And like so, one of the guys I caddy for a lot played Division One baseball, and anytime he hits a bad shot, I just go, "I thought you were an athlete. You suck." <laughs> yeah, like, that's friendly. It, it, it's just like yeah. you, you got to have those chirps like that. Yeah, good bonk to <laughs> Mike. Good bona. Yeah, but ba- back to high school golf. You brought it up. I feel like I didn't talk during tournaments in high school golf because I feel like I I thought I was so much better than I was. So I just always thought I was playing badly. So I didn't talk because like I was always in a bad mood. That's not the vibe. Well, then college came around and then I just stopped really caring. And yeah, just had had some fun out there. Yeah, I mean, that's what it's all about. You're both there wasting six hours of your day trying to shoot a good score that you're probably not going to shoot because we're playing golf. It's a tough game. you got to have some fun. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I love it. I'm all here for it. I know Mike Kim loves it. I know know that... uh, now, as far as randos, like if you're trash talking randos, like you need to, you need to check yourself real quick just to make sure it's called for, or not uncalled for. Yeah, trash ta- trash talking random people on the course is just a very tough thing to do. Like yeah. it's just tough to do it in a way that like comes off funny, rather than just like you being an asshole. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I guess that's a case by case situation, but in general, I'd stray away from it. But with your buddies, like, yeah, like I'm very comfortable chirping you on the course. It's not that difficult. So I don't really care. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're just you're yeah. just objectively not good at golf. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I was just fucking. With you. <laughs> I was gonna say, fuck. <laughs> I mean, in comparison to me, obviously. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah but just, like, statistically, statistically, you're just much worse. But statistically, I'm a good golf. Statistic, yeah. Statistically, you are a good golfer, okay. and statistically, you did almost beat Nick last time we played. Yeah. Now, oh, since, don't you, don't you have that tournament coming up? Yeah, eight days. <laughs> Your team is not <laughs> ready for that. 
I mean, we played Arlington Lakes on Saturday, and um, let's just say I, I maybe hit a fairway. Maybe one or two. So you're in some trouble. I, I'm hooking everything off the tee. All right, we'll have to we'll have to go to the range and grind. Yeah, next week or maybe something. Maybe tonight. No. Yeah. No. Right. Definitely not tonight. But I, I um oh so this is kind of some golf balling news here. Um, Nick thought that I was playing better than you that one day we all played. That wasn't even close. <laughs> You're gonna have to tell Nick that because. Nick thought I would play better than you. So it, with that theory, with with Nick with Nick saying I played better than you and you saying I played better than Nick, I one could make the rational assumption that I played the best that day. You did not. But 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 we'll get into that a, later. But according according to the details and the statistics, that is two beat zeros. So. <laughs> we'll get into that later. <laughs> It's just way off base. Um, I we got a we got a fan question for the last podcast. We have two ones that caught my eye. Lowest round, which I don't know if we want to talk this one. I feel like we could make a whole like one that with cheating, kind of just talking about ourselves, golf game, and then the other question. The the second we have three questions. So the second question was from your brother. He said, "When can I be on the pod?" Probably never. He's not listening to this. Yeah, right he doesn't now, listen so, to our podcast. So fuck so. you, Connor. Like, <laughs> fucking dick. Anyways, um, the third question would be, well, this one was kind of weird because I don't know if this was his actual question because the grammar was kind of incorrect, and that's coming from me. Um, he said like weirdest. The way I took it was like weirdest random you've had play with you. Oh yeah. Um, so I was playing with my brother and my mom in Arizona a couple years ago. That's a trio right there. Yeah, but so we got paired up with a random because I don't know where the rest of my family was. And I got stuck sitting in a cart with this one guy. His name was Carl. I'm going to tell you his name. Carl. I, don't, I don't fucking hey, care. Hey, Carl. He, creepy Carl is what we call creepy him Creepy Carl, what's up? So he kept telling me about how hot my mom was. Oh, <laughs> And... Just saying creepy shit, like, he's like, I just love the way she goes after the ball. Like, she just wants to spank it. I'm like, okay, that is so fucked up. I'm like 18. What what brother are you with? Uh, Connor. Oh, okay. And so, like, he's just making these jokes about my mom. It's making me really uncomfortable. (laughs) Um, And then, like, the cart girl comes around. And the cart girl had to be eight months pregnant. Oh, okay. And he's, like, hitting on her. <laughs> and then he's like, you still should have married my son. And she's just like, oh, yeah, yeah. And he's just like, no, like, for real, you should have married my son. So they have history? I, I, he I played guess. this course all the time and he knew oh, her. But okay. no, he, she didn't know his son at all. He just, like, consistently says that. Oh. So he's just creeping the shit out so of the car creep, girl. Creepy Carl. And then, like... Chaotic Carl. Too. Yeah, he's just a weird guy. And then, like, a few holes into my round. First of all, Carl was not a very good golfer. Okay. A few holes into the round, he he goes, hold up. Has anyone ever told you that your club face is way open at a dress? Like you should, you should true. Really, he's like, you should really work on that. What do you shoot? He probably shot a hundred. Okay. And I shot sixty eight that round. Okay. And at the at the end of the round, I was he's like, what'd you shoot? I was like sixty eight. He's like, no, you didn't. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I did. I made like six birdies and two bogeys. <laughs> he's like, oh, I thought you shot like eighty five. I'm like, how? What? <laughs> what are you even talking about? How old is Creepy Carl? He had to be mid, mm, low fifties, mid fifties maybe. And old people, I'd say once you get well, I feel like you could make the argument for forty, some forty somes. But I say when you get over the age of fifty, your boundaries disappear, and then yeah. you kind of just talk. That's fair enough. So, uh, I mean, I wouldn't say like. Not everyone is like oh, that. Oh, no, but no, definitely not. There are definitely people. Yeah, I would say, who, like, at, at, in comparison to age groups, like, that's when you get the the guys who speak their mind, as Carl did. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, it was it was odd. Um, that's really interesting. I don't have a story like that. The only thing that, like, I just thought about when I got that question that immediately came to my mind was... Probably back when we were freshmen in high school and my mom dropped me off at the course 
And what's that starters at, at Old Orchard? The older guy? Yeah. I don't know his name. <sighs> really? I thought we had a nickname for him or something. <laughs> I have no clue. Damn, dude. But anyways, this, this old dude, I get to the chorus, I pay my dues. It's a busy day. I'm probably a weekend then. Maybe like 3 o'clock, 2 o'clock. He sends me on to 7. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's <laughs> a weird hole to start on. He throws me He throws me on to 7 with a couple. Yeah, they were nice and they, they really liked my golf game because one could say at a young age I was showing potential. Eh, well, you probably hit the ball 180 yards. Okay, but I was... On a freshman, sophomore team, I was pretty good. In comparison, what are you giving me that face for? Like, <laughs> I, I to the know. freshman art that I, we yeah, knew? I, I guess. We had a bad freshman class. I but. mean, I was one of the better ones out there. Anyways, who the fuck puts someone on hole seven when you pay for 18 holes of golf? <laughs> why? Well, why you were he... like you were like a little shy four ten kid. Yeah. So yeah, it makes sense that he's just like you know what I'm gonna fuck this kid over. To be reasonable, it, he did throw me onto the six approach shot, but I didn't hit an approach shot. I just put it on the green, pretended I was chipping. And so he just said eagle. like he just said like go play with this couple. No, he drove me out to. Him. Yeah, and he's just like yeah. you're playing with them now. Hey guys, this is uh, here he is. <laughs> <laughs> Here's this guy who will be joining you, this little boy who will be joining you. He is uh, entering chemo, and uh, we're just trying to get him out here. <laughs> Make-A-Wish has paid for this round. <laughs> we didn't want to give him a full round. They couldn't afford it. Yeah, but uh, I always think of that when I say but uh. Is it that... sounds like you're saying butter with a weird accent. But but uh. Butter, butter. <laughs> But uh, anyways, what do you what do you want to chat about? Uh, do you oh, want... what? Oh, you you got. Well, me. I was gonna say if we're gonna talk about the the Rocket Mortgage, can we talk about Rory's collapse in 2011 for like two minutes? Go for it. All right, so Sean comes over today. We're prepping for the um, Alexis Fox interview, and um, you know I'm on YouTube. I see an interesting thumbnail. A very very interesting title. Every shot of Rory McIlroy's 2011 Masters collapse. If if you're a, if you're a true fan of the Golf Blowing Podcast, you know that my favorite golfer of all time is Rory McIlroy. The M stands for money. He's my favorite golfer of all time. I totally forgot about that brutal collapse and just. <laughs> He shot 37 on the front nine, so what does that mean he shot on the back? 43. 43. So 37-43 for old McElroy shooting 80. And what did he lose by, like, nine? He lost by a lot, and he let Charles Schwartzel win a Masters. Good for Charles, but... uh, Bad for Rory. Man, it was watching him, it was just like... It was horrible. Actually, okay, we'll get rid of that talk. You know how we had a whole podcast about the yips? Yeah. So, we're playing Arlington Lakes on Saturday on the first hole after my drive, which I hooked left. So, imagine you just hook a drive left. Yeah. Hole one, you're you're feeling pretty shitty. You got about 72 yards to the pin. Now, of course, I shanked it. I, I shanked it very poorly. Classic. Now, luckily for me, I took... I hit it. I shanked it into the bunker, and then I took relief because I don't want to hit into the bunker. So I took relief out. I hit it, made par, got up and down. That's a whole other issue is my lenient golf playing. But um, yeah, the shanks are real. I'm uh, I'm on the I'm on the train. Um, it actually started earlier that day as I was excited to play golf. I was playing our backyard course. I was uh, I was playing three. You know the par three. Yeah. Shanked it. <laughs> with a foam golf ball. Oh, that's tough. Yeah, <laughs> and it went into the street. Oh no! And um, I was like, "Oh, that is a shank." <laughs> so yeah, that bottom line. That's all I have to, to comment about. So after adamantly believing that the shanks and the yips aren't real, you got yeah. the shanks. I, I got the shanks, and you know what the worst part is? Is because when when we had that whole shank talk, the whole the whole thing 
my whole opinion was if you have the shanks just fix them <laughs> <laughs> which is the dumbest opinion i've ever heard and so i'm hitting number three hitting over this bunker after i just shanked it and i'm like how the fuck do you fix the shanks <laughs> <laughs> that's so, the million dollar question so yeah these shanks are real and um that's it for today back to you so that you just really wanted to talk about your shanks? I just wanted to touch on the shanks. I Do you want know. to talk about the Rocket Mortgage real quick? If we have to. <laughs> All right. So, I, I mean, it's only the second year at Detroit Golf Club. Yep. So I don't really know much about the Nate Lashley. Two yeah, words. Nate Lashley did win last year. Two words, Nate Lashley. But um, let's just do quick predictions, and then kind of that's it. Well, let me look at the the – leaderboard real quick because I'm going to just say a random name because that's who I think is going to win it. I just have I have two Should we just let's just chat some, two, about some golfers. I have two picks this week. Let's talk about some golfers. All right. But my I'm just going to start with my two picks. I'm feeling Bill Haas. Patrick Reed okay. and Ricky Fowler. Wow. I don't know why I just feel like Ricky's going to have a bounce back week. Dude he oh that that's perfect. And that is a perfect win for it, Ricky. Like Detroit, like that just feels right for Ricky. It's just like low key. It's yeah. It's it's not a big tournament where it's like, whoa, is Ricky gonna have a year? It's one of those like, okay, <laughs> Ricky's still good at golf. Let's let's relax. Yeah, and then Patrick Reed. I mean, he's he's played well since the restart of golf. So okay. I, I just feel like he could get it done this week. Okay. Okay. All right. So you, you don't have any any picks no, at all? I here here are my uh my pick this week is actually a double pick, which sounds unfair, but I think you're gonna like it. My duo to win this week is Keegan Bradley and or Jason Duff or Jason Duffner. Well, I don't feel like that's like any different than what I just did. I picked two golfers. Oh, but that's my pick. That's not my underdog. Oh well, mine wasn't real. Mine were just two golfers that, I, yeah, I wasn't picking an underdog really. Do, if you want to do an underdog, I can throw an underdog in do you, too. Do you want to put money that Ricky Fowler doesn't win a golf tournament the rest of the year then? Because that's kind of bold. So I'd have money that he does win a golf tournament yeah. the rest of the year. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, I bet he does. All right, all right. Let's do underdog then. Um, Nate Lashley back to back. No, I'm not feeling that. Honestly, Snedeker. Snedeker. Do you really consider Snedeker an, an underdog? I mean, I guess yes. he's not good at this. He's not as good at this point in his career. <laughs> You're gonna say he's not good at. Golf. No, he he <laughs> had a very successful career. He's just getting a little older now. Okay. Um. I mean, I kind of like. I know Nick picked him a few weeks ago as an underdog, but I kind of like Doc Redman. Oh, he picked uh, he picked him to win the PGA Championship this year. I don't agree with that at all, but I like I like him for a smaller tournament like this. The field's not as stacked. Yeah, no. As it has been, so I I could see Doc Redman. He's been playing well. All right, I like it. I like it. Do you have an underdog? I do, and I I feel like it's perfect again. Okay. Russell Knox. I just, I just it's his time again for. A brief period for a week, for so, every couple of years. In the last few podcasts, you've really been big on the Russell trains. You, had, you were talking about Russell trains. Henley a couple weeks, or last two podcasts ago. You mean 121st ranked in the FedEx Cup standings, Russell Henley? Yeah, yeah but you said that since it was an easy tournament, he was going to play well. He did not. Tied for 21st isn't bad. Oh, did he have a good Sunday? He had I a just great saw Sunday. He was first group on Sunday. Because he blew up on oh, Saturday. Yeah, yeah. He so, shot six under. Yeah, but Sunday. he still didn't. I mean, we Nick and I still won that bet. So. Yeah, yeah. And when I get when I get the money, I promise I'll send it to you guys. Yeah, I don't see that ever happening. Um, but I'm big on Russell Knox this week. I, 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 but I, I'm with you. I, I feel like the winner this week is gonna be like, oh, okay, like that type of name. Yeah, I mean, possibly. I just hope it's not Bryson. Oh, I hope it's Bryson. I just don't want Bryson to win. I'm I shocked Bryson hasn't won yet. I'm absolutely shocked. I I don't know why I have a sneaky suspicion Bryson's missing the cut this week. I just feel like he's been playing well, and he's going to have an off week. And then I think he's going to get shat on for missing the cut. Like Bryson, I, think, I think golf Twitter will just absolutely rip him. Bryson DeChambeau is the... 
Tate Martell of golf for college football. I don't really enthusiasts. know. I don't really know where you're going with that, but what? How they look similar? What do you mean? Bryson is 250 right, pounds. This Tate is Martell before. Is like 180. This is before they both are kind of cocky. Well, they're they're both cocky. Fair. And that's it. So did they? Did Tate Martell peak too early? And is that what you're saying? Bryson's about to do. I think Bryson will be a top ten golfer by the end end of his career. I disagree. Okay. Just strongly disagree. Okay. I don't even think it's close. I don't think his career is going to last very long. Wow. I think I think he made a mistake putting on as much weight as he did. Wow. I mean, well, mistake's the wrong term. I think he made a conscious decision to have a shorter, more successful career, rather than a longer career where he doesn't win as often. Okay. But I don't think he's going to be a top ten. I mean, yeah, that was a pretty bold statement. It's super bold. <laughs> we could probably name ten golfers from each decade that are going to have better careers than Bryson. Yeah. In this so. Just I. Anyways, I what do you think the winning score is? Uh, it's tough because I don't Here, know anything we'll, about Detroit. We'll do we'll do Nick's first. Nick, what do you think? Minus seventy two. <laughs> All right, so Nick's probably out for this week. Seventy two so. under. He's saying? yeah. Wow. So it's gonna well, be just you and I. So Nick did win the first two predictions for score, but you and I tied last week. So yeah. that's a win for both of us. We don't we don't split wins here. Okay. Um. Like, as in we don't get, like, half a win. It's, it's a full win for both of us because we were both one stroke off, and I think that's closer than Nick's been. I'm going to go 15 under this week. Actually, wait, no. It's, I guess it's supposed to be an easier course from what I've heard. Yeah. We're playing it Eight, at uh, 7,300. About. 18 under. 18 under. Ricky Fowler shooting 18 under in a tournament. Ricky Fowler can go. Ricky Fowler's a very good golfer. No, so. I love Ricky Fowler. I, I don't know why I'm giving him shit. Yeah, I so do. give your prediction and. Well, it kind of comes down to what do I think Brant Snedeker or um, Keegan Bradley and. I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna actually throw Brant into that. I'm gonna turn, tr- change it into a three three man prediction. That little, way I have better odds. Little thruple action. Yeah, a little thruple action. Um. <sighs> Would it be weird if I did each of them individually? I'm going to do it anyways. So, Brant Snedeker wins this tournament at 16 under. Uh, Jason Duffner wins this tournament at 14 under. And then Keegan Bradley wins the tournament at 21 under. That was the most ridiculous. I don't know. So, which one's, like, your overall, like, you need to pick one. You can't have three score picks. <laughs> Why not? Because it's 72 under. Yeah. So, he's out. So, now I have three times better chance of winning this week compared to you. <laughs> That's such bullshit. <laughs> uh, realistically, two over par is a shot that somebody will shoot Thursday. <laughs> So, with that in mind, 19 under again, back to back. So, I threw out 18 num- under, you threw out 19 under. You really yeah, just had, so to, you really gonna, had to one up the Yeah, I'm going to go above. I guess we're setting over under at 18 and a half. I do, oh, man. <laughs> I don't like that at all. Wow. Because I could totally see 21 happening. I don't know. But, all right. Fine. Well, I don't know about you, actually. But I'm feeling 22. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, with that, I think we move into our interview with Alexis Fox. Um, Go give her a follow on Instagram, at Alexis Fox Golf. She was very interesting and enjoyable to talk to. I liked her tattoos. Yeah, she's got some some cool tats. Maybe we'll upload it to YouTube, probably. So check it out on YouTube if you want to see our three beautiful faces. Um, What are you wearing, Sean? What is that? Tailor-made hat? Yeah. I Why just, is I it? I just like the hat. I was at the Tailor-made Kingdom and I wanted it. It's like USA colors. It's I know. Cool. It's a good 4th of July hat. We're almost there. We are almost there. Um, but yeah, so now... Well, let me make a statement. Okay. As the commissioner of the PGA Tour. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah, guys, we had our... I'm going to wrap it. I'm just wrapping it up. We had our, <laughs> we had our two best ever podcasts. Actually, psych... When we had Anthony Kim in the title of a podcast, he he did the best. Yeah, so we had our second and third best podcast ever <laughs> the last two episodes. Yes. So thank you guys for your support. To to our new viewers, we're uh, we're number four in Germany right now. 
That's exciting. Do you know any German? Uh, a little bit, but not not enough to want to talk okay. right now. How about we're number like seven in Mexico? Gracias. I took Spanish in high school, but I'm de nada. Sure, I, I mean, took like six years of Spanish in my life. Donde right? está la biblioteca? La biblioteca está dos miles. <laughs> That's Trenta de. Well, that that got bad real quick. All right. Well, but yeah, the point was thank you guys for the support. Please subscribe, rate, or review, or both. We appreciate it greatly. Check out the description to follow us on Instagram and Twitter for the podcast. Thank you again to Alexis for coming on to the podcast. I can't compare her to Alex Phillips because they both were so cool. They were so cool. Yeah, I mean, they were totally different people. Yeah, so. and then, like, Jake but, and Alex, it just, it, it's uncomparable. That was a, that was one of the questions. Who is the worst podcast guest we've had? The answer is nobody. Yeah, I don't think that's a really a fair question to anybody. They're, I mean, they're all just, they all had different personalities. There are different things that were cool about each of them. Yeah, it was awesome. But um, um, I think you guys will like it. Um play now all right here we go ladies and gentlemen welcome back we have an interview here i'm sean i'm here with what <laughs> i'm sean this is jackson <laughs> you want to start that over <laughs> i'm jackson i'm here with my beautiful co-host sean what's up <laughs> and we have a fantastic guest today hello alexis uh- um, I that was I've never done that before. That was bad. I, I forgot your own name. We've done thirty-three. <laughs> I've never, I've never done that. But anyways, how are you doing on this lovely day? I'm alright. It's a uh, it's pretty humid and hot in Texas, and there's a pandemic going on yeah. where we're yeah. hot. <laughs> so it's gonna. It's not even that beautiful here. It's pretty humid. Not great. Yeah, I went to practice earlier and I sweat through. Yeah, all that's not a bad. great <laughs> middle of order. Oh, July's tomorrow. That's cool. July is tomorrow. tomorrow. But that means a few more months, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, we have... I'm not great at this word, Sean. Can you get through it for me? I don't know what you're Ambidextrous. Oh, ambidextrous. <laughs> <laughs> First ever ambidextrous golfer I've ever met. Um, basically my first question is, can you give us some background on you, how you got into golf and, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I grew up really poor, so I wasn't able to golf, but my dad was a golfer, um, and my mom loved watching golf. So I ended up working at Habitat for Humanity. Long story short, one of the people that came there, he was producing a show on ESPN in golf. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) I ended up co-producing this radio show where two of our co-hosts were master professionals. Um, I was responsible for translating a lot of what they said and dealing with podcast versions of that and whatnot. So I studied really hard to make sure I never ruined anything by them. That got me connected to the golf world. Um, I met one of the original founders of TaylorMade. He took me to the PGA Merchandise Show. He has some great stories. Super cool, dude. Um, How long ago was this? I'm sorry? How long ago was this? October of 2018, I started with that show. Oh, cool. Oh, nice. Oh, so, So you've only been playing golf for a couple of years then? I hadn't even played at that point. So when I oh. went to the PGA show, um, everyone was like, you could be a social media influencer. And I had 800 followers, and I told them that would never happen in my life. It was absolutely opposite of anything I wanted to do. But I staged photos with Joe Hallett, who's really famous for the LPGA. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like the gaining of the LPGA, or was at one point. Mm-hmm. So he gave me a five-minute lesson. And I was really good. My first shot we have on camera, and it went perfectly straight. It was wow. the best in the world. And after that, I was like, okay, we're definitely going to get him to golf. But it still so, took a few minutes to orchestrate that. So after that first shot, you must have just been like, wow, this is easy. <laughs> <laughs> I 
it was like I could probably see myself doing yeah. well in the game, yeah, eventually. Yeah. I don't know how hard it was gonna be at that point though, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like what made you decide to start playing both lefty and righty? Like did okay. you did you start with one and decide to pick up the other or so I love Phil. Big Phil here. He is Big Phil guy right here. <laughs> <laughs> So I wanted to be left-handed because of Phil. Yeah. And I think if I worked hard enough, I could do it either way if I wanted to. Since I was going in with no bad habits, I was really purely brand new. Mm-hmm. And then I, uh, I hit my driver into the ground, <laughs> and I popped a few ribs out. So I had to go right-handed in the meantime because I wasn't willing to stop golfing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> and I started going right-handed, and then I was equal at both. So I just started doing it both ways. And the way I learn with it is if I can't figure it out right-handed, then I can go left-handed. And if I figure it out one way, I can do it the other. So it helps me to ingrain what I'm really, like, feeling and doing. Yeah. Wow. Wow is right. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty crazy. I, I'm so curious about this too. When you play golf, do you have like, because I've I've had this fantasy since I was a little boy, you know, maybe having like four through seven lefty, and then maybe the rest righty, and then maybe like a lefty driver. Do you play with both clubs, or is it like depending on the day? Okay, so. It used to be more depending on the day. It was either left-handed day or right-handed day. Um, then I got a Hanma driver gifted to me that was right-handed. And uh, I love Hanma, right? Like, big, big fan of Hanma and Hanma products. And I didn't like either of my left-handed drivers. So I always had two equal sets of right-handed driver, left-handed driver, same club, same custom, mm-hmm. everything. What else? That was the first thing that changed it. So what I've come to realize is I drive right-handed, frankly, because I love my driver. But, you know, if Hanma wants to throw me a left-handed driver, (laughs) 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 might go back. Um, And then longer irons are typically right-handed and shorter irons, but definitely wedge game left-handed. Feel much more confident that way. And putting, I trust my lines left-handed more. It's so cool. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> Are people, like, really confused when you play with them the first time? Like, you hit your first tee shot righty and then, like, maybe a wedge shot lefty, and they're just like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I'll go practice right and left-handed every time somebody stops and is like, did you just change ways? <laughs> and you go through this whole conversation. Uh-huh. But I definitely get the whole, so you go right-handed and then you putt left, or then they'll see me do left-handed wedge shots, and mm. then there's a mixture of what's going on in the world. Man, that is so <laughs> cool, because Sean here is a lefty, and on the cool. podcast, he likes to, I mean, t- what's it like being a left-handed golfer? Isn't it shortage of clubs, kind of? Oh, being a lefty sucks. Yeah, yeah so. <laughs> Lefties just get kind of screwed over in all aspects of life the aesthetic is very cool and the amount of times people say like oh you're hitting from the wrong side of the ball like leave me alone (laughs) well so clearly i'm better left-handed oh like i I am too (laughs) uh, i haven't practiced my long irons left-handed because i was in a car accident so i could only this whole, like, love for golf thing should teeter a line, but I got out of the hospital and went to the driving range three days later and only hit with my right arm because I couldn't move that one. But I had to prove to myself I was going to do it, right? So I was able to start swinging right-handed quicker than left-handed because my entire arm literally couldn't move off my body. Oh, wow. Jeez. I how to touch left-handed. Because mechanics. So just a quick like back to y'all know who Mac O'Grady is, yeah? His last name's O'Grady, but I I don't think you know him. I I don't know. (laughs) Okay, so Mac O'Grady is he developed positions one through nine 
and became he pretty much transformed teaching for yeah yeah i know what you're talking about now he was super eccentric a lot like me that's why i call myself lady greedy and people have called me that somebody dubbed that to me back in the day and like it's kind of true really true he uh he was right-handed he became a professional got on tour and then he had a swing coach who ruined his swing and for like two years he could not figure it out so he went left-handed right and he became an amateur left-handed so he had professional right and amateur left and he's the only person who's ever really actually been able to do that but what he believed is it was the same technique either way. So you should be in the same position in your swing. Your angle should be the same. Your body movement, all of that to create the best torque. He was a brilliant engineer. Uh-huh. Um, so my coach was good friends with him when we were on tour together. And that's why he let me go left and right because it's a big believer in just mm-hmm. technique. But I am more accurate at left. Just uh-huh. center of left. I was I was very curious because his last name's O'Grady and we were looking at your Instagram and it said what was it hashtag Lady O'Grady. Lady O'Grady yeah we were so confused by that. Wow. <laughs> well, he's the only one that's ever been able to do it. He tried to enter a tournament once as Mac O'Grady one and Mac O'Grady two. Oh my God, that's sick. oh yeah, I have heard that story. <laughs> that is so cool. <laughs> but if you actually look at a lot of the greats, Lee Trevino. The way in which he used to hustle people is he would he was similar too. He could play left, but he was a little bit better right. So he would go to a golf course, he would play people left-handed, rematch them right-handed, they would double down on bets, and he would take all of their money. So <laughs> <laughs> that's a superstar right there. Oh my god. Might have to start learning to play right yeah. now. <laughs> Yeah, I kept it because I wanted to be able to beat people left and right-handed, and I figured if I got good at both, Mm. more money. You want me to do it left-handed for this amount, right-handed for this amount? What are we going on? How how often do you play golf? Recently, not very much. I'm always swinging, though, right? Like, I have an air. I'm up in my living room, and I have turf, so I'm always swinging. But, okay, I live on the golf course, like... I don't know if you can oh, see. Cool. That's a green and that's some water that I watch people go into all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably about to. But it's so humid here that I don't want to go out, you yeah. know? Yeah. We are in the pandemic. Before all of this, I was going out like five times a week. Oh, wow. Oh. That's a lot. <laughs> that's like five but times a season. <laughs> um, some type of input. Do you do you like the golf course you live on? <laughs> I'm grateful for it. Oh, okay. I'm very grateful for it. Okay. There's a level of convenience. Yeah. Like I live cow country. It's crazy. Um, but because of that, I live in this very small neighborhood and I just have to go two stop signs and make a ride. Right. And, and so you can't really complain yeah. when it's that um, You said you're in Texas? I am. Where in Texas? Houston. I don't know anything about Texas. Yeah, I don't know why you even asked. <laughs> You've never been to Texas. Houston's on the right of the state, right? Isn't it on the right? I, I don't study Texas geography. I don't know. <laughs> it's southeast <laughs> of the state. Let's see. Okay. Right. That's cool. I wonder what golf in Texas is like. <laughs> this place sucks. It. I'm not going to lie. Wow. Texas is nice people, but like Houston, mm. their infrastructure wasn't built for the climate, for hurricanes, yeah. okay. heat, population density. There's a lot of things that could be better. Yeah. Is <laughs> This is a stupid... Sean's not going to like this question. Is Astroworld a real thing in Houston? <laughs> Look at his face. He hates this question. <laughs> I feel like a Google search could have answered that. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> I haven't experienced that much of it, but I wasn't here during baseball season last year. Oh, okay. 
Okay. All right. So back. I'll get. I'll go away. I'll yeah, go back, away. Back on track a little bit. Yeah. Um, so I noticed on your Instagram it says caddy. Like, do you still caddy pretty often, or do you f- mainly just focus on like social media? Okay, so caddying is very seasonal, and yeah. on top of it being seasonal, our season got ruined as a result of the pandemic. So uh, March is perfect time to golf here if there's a perfect time um and that's right when our stay at home orders went into effect yeah well like a lot of places that don't even have caddies back we were very fortunate that we got to stay employed but whether or not people are willing to take the risk was another thing yeah. and very small our club has two the main club i Katia has 266 members, but a lot of those members don't live there. So, mm-hmm. um, like we have a mayor in the Northeast, I'm not going to say the name of because I'll probably be back out again. <laughs> but like he was very clearly dealing with an issue up in the Northeast. He's yeah. not going to come soon. So then you talk about regular members and it's been kind of short. Now, I do still caddy on the weekends, and I'm very lucky that I have two main clients that keep me employed. And oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, a really good golfer. One's a really good golfer. One's a really great company and a pretty good golfer. <laughs> oh, so, nice. Nice. Yeah. You're a caddy. Yeah, I've caddied the last three days. Oh. This is my first day off. And... Do you have to wear a mask? No. Oh. It's That's my cool. favorite job in the world. Especially caddy for the same person over and over. Yeah. Gentleman, I primarily caddy for. We count on him to win the money. You know. (laughs) (laughs) When we expect birdies, we expect it to come from him. But because I've been with him for a few months now, I know what club he's going to take at nearly at point. Right. So I've learned him to be able to be there for those successes. And I like to cheer people on anyway when good things happen. So it's way cool to be a part of that. Yeah, it's it's definitely a lot more fun when you carry for like the same people yeah. consistently because then you can kind of figure out like what their game is like. You get more comfortable with them. And that's when you can actually like help them. Like it's yeah. tough to help somebody a lot first time caddying for them. Absolutely. Or when it's cart path only and I know that like that shot where you are we're going to need maybe like these three clubs, but I'm always yeah. there ready instead of having to run back and forth or yeah. try to use my best judgment call. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if, I don't know if you feel the same, but one of my biggest pet peeves when I'm caddying is when like a 15 handicap has like a 60 footer and they're like, Oh, I, I need to make this. Like you need to give me a good read. And I'm just like, <laughs> The pers- like the chances of you making that are maybe one percent. Like, let's chill out here. <laughs> so I've been really lucky, honestly. Um, most people at the club I work at are a ten handicap or better. So yeah. I get to caddy for people that, when it's a sixty footer, they want my input in like a general way, right? Yeah. Like it's gonna go this to this way yeah. <laughs> and then you know like they want reaffirmation of what they believe mm-hmm. and they're also quite fun or if i caddy for prospective members or on a company groups they're just so grateful to be on this kind of course that they're yeah, always yeah. having fun i have yet to really encounter people that are like harsh about something like that you know i I my la- the last time I caddied, I lost the dude's golf ball and I was fired like two weeks later. So I, <laughs> I I have bad experience with caddying. But you guys make Sean makes me jealous. Our other co-host is a part-time caddy as well. He makes me jealous. And the money you guys make straight cash, isn't it? Yeah, it's like beautiful. Caddying is beautiful. It's so easy. <laughs> you know, like literally. You do it anyway. Most of us do it anyway, right? If we're out with our friends, even if you have money on it, you acknowledge a nice shot, right? Yeah. So getting to be a part of creating that and then celebrating is that much more satisfying. And you have no yeah. pressure to 
well there's you got to be good at your job but i'd rather do that than be a pro golfer because then i don't have pressure to perform in like the same type of way you know yeah you should um, be able to do it again that's right. I should. I really should. It was it was absolute bullshit. I got my wisdom teeth out and he just never talked to me again and it was just it was God, I hate it. You were also terrible at your job before, so let's not well let's not blame it completely was, on that. I was cart barn and caddy, so it was like I was caddied when needed. I had this really old dude and he was not nice to me and I lost a golf ball early on. Maybe be better at golf. That's all I have to say. But I mean, it is your job to watch the golf balls. So it is. Chill out there. It was my first time caddying them. So it's fair enough. Uh, anyways, so I like to ask everyone this question as we wrap it up. I get. I usually go into like way too elaborate detail, but I'll go into minor detail because I feel weird like just elaborating. Anyways, though, say. You're, it's it's Saturday, okay? It's a beautiful Saturday. Maybe a, I guess I'm going elaborate today. It's a crisp 75 degrees. You're comfortable. You just had a eh, front nine, you know. But you're with your three friends, so that's important. You just had a eh, front nine, but you're with your friends. You're having a good time. You're hitting the turn, and you want a food, and you want a bev. Do you get any? Like, what's the word? <laughs> To put it simply, his question is, what is your favorite food and drink at the turn <laughs> exactly. if you need to pick me up? Yep. Perfect. Tacos. Tacos? It is Texas, man. They're known for their tacos. It's so cool. I've never had I a mean, taco on the before that, right? Like, tacos are live. What kind of taco? Any kind of taco. Like, I have yet to eat a taco I do not like. Yeah, but I'm looking more like, are we going pork, steak, chicken, guac, sour cream, cheese? Don't like sour cream, hate sour cream. Think oh, it's nice. Sweet. Let's go. Same with mayonnaise. Oh, yeah. Let's get rid of this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't know, like chicken tacos are your most prevalent around here, so I'd say chicken tacos. But when I went to Bob's Tacos, which apparently is some like famous place in cow country. Um, I got one of every taco. Oh. Because I felt like they all could have great merit, and they did. Mm. Tacos from so. Wait, so how do you feel about Chipotle tacos? Like, do you do you eat Chipotle tacos, or do you Chipotle prefer tacos better tacos? Here's the thing, right? Like I said, I like all tacos. Now sure. some. Sometimes you go and you get nicer tacos than others, but does yeah. that mean the taco you're eating is any less desirable? Fuck no. Well, ooh, part of my language. No, we're we're all for it. <laughs> That's, I mean, Chipotle tacos are. I like. I mean, yeah, I eat Chipotle five to six times a week. So. That cut off. Did did it cut off for yeah, you? Yeah, the audio like, cut the off audio there for a second. Off. I don't know what you said. I'm sorry. <laughs> Had Chipotle the other day and I did order a taco. So. Oh, nice! That's good. That's cool. Um, and then what about what about your favorite drink at the turn? Favorite bev. Right now, water and water only. Boy, water doesn't count. It's lame. <laughs> you know, yeah, you gotta be, you gotta not die of heat stroke. Yeah, I feel like I might die here. I'm not even gonna lie. But um, it's a, it's a cool, it's a crisp 75 degree day. You're comfortable. You're feeling good. <laughs> You have water with you, like Arnold Palmer. I think like, he, I think he wants to know, like, are you getting an alcoholic beverage, at or the like term? an Arnie, or like a Gatorade, or like a Powerade, a Pop? Okay, you've given enough examples. <laughs> yeah. Drinking body armor. I'm very grateful. They sent me out a couple of cases, and it's in flavors they do not sell in stores. So oh, delicious. Man. So I'm drinking body armor. Um, I haven't been drinking alcohol lately because I just started working out with a golf personal trainer. So I really do want to get better at this game. And I know that I have to get stronger and faster. Mm. So I really don't want to die in the humidity and of dehydration anyway. Like it's good timing to just cut out alcohol for a while, you know, but body armor, yeah, definitely true. body armor 
light check that out it's so good our uh our third podcast host who's out of town right now like he would probably make a vocal reaction when you said body armor he, he, he used to make jokes that we were sponsored by body all the armor. time it, it was, was really it was, annoying it was very weird <laughs> i love body armor though but we we were like these are like our first podcasts like a long time ago and he would be like we're yeah thank you for sponsoring today's episode of body armor yeah just give me free promos <laughs> free promo for no reasons <laughs> so did you ever get any body armor no. <laughs> oh. yeah, no. Body armor doesn't know who we are. <laughs> Body armor knows nothing about us. <laughs> I'll put you in contact. I'll, I'll tag oh, you. Let's go. Thank oh, that'd you. be awesome. Thank you. How's your drink? Oh, actually, gonna throw this out there. Your second favorite drink. You can't really get it at the clubs, but Arizona green tea. Oh, good. yeah. I love the ninety-nine cent like big That's one. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, those are great. Those are great. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But, we actually made great time. It's about to be 25 minutes here. I um, I had a blast. What about you, Sean? Yeah, it was a lot of fun meeting you. <laughs> Good luck with uh, caddying when you can. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, thank you for coming on. We'll put, like I said, we'll do a preview and an outro. Um, I guess anything you want to say, maybe like your socials. I'll, it helps me remember it. I'll put it in the description. It's so. What do you mean? Like just like your Instagram, like Alexis Fox Golf, is it? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Perfect. <laughs> cool. So yeah, I mean, thanks for coming on, and uh, I'll I'll stop this recording.